to interview with Louis. What's up, people of Active FM? How are you doing? You are chilling right here with your girl, Nalzi Lee, on your favorite show, Rhymes and Poetry. And to all the rappers and poets and people who want rappers or poets but just love Rhymes and Poetry, it is a good morning this morning if you're listening to it in the morning, if it's in the afternoon, whatever time it is, wherever you are, you are going to have a good time right here on Active FM. So, right... I was thinking, how what makes people not want to do poetry? And I asked around a bit, you know, did my research. And most of the answers I got was, we don't know how to do poetry. So this whole show is a how-to on how to do poetry or how to get good at doing poetry. You guys are going to get the best tips you've ever heard in your life like these are gonna blow you away i've done my research i've brought my own knowledge and we are basically going to kill it by the end of this you guys are going to be poets so to all those people who are like i love rhymes and poetry and your poetry is so awesome but i just can't do poetry this show is for you because you are going to learn all things on how to do poetry and next week you guys need to join us if you guys are rappers songwriters whatever you are i'm gonna give you guys the best tips on how to write lyrics right so it is gonna be an amazing show but before we get into the madness we're just gonna take a quick breather and i'll see you guys right after this hi this is pastor mike sadie from hillsong church in pretoria and you're listening to active fm where christ's music is hot music What's up, Active FM people? What's up, people of good music? You know, Active FM is the home of the hottest music on the planet. I mean, I have never heard hotter music than on Active FM. I listen to the show. I listen to the music. I go wild. Like, you can never go wrong with Christian music. And because we, you and I, love Christian music that much, here are some awesome tracks. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Get your tambourines out. Every knee, I surrender. Hey, y'all. Get a blaze by active worship today. Contact us for more info on www.activewithem.co.za.
redemption is here. My healing is here. His grace has saved us. His peace sustains us. His mercy endures. Redemption is
hear this. What's up, Active FMers? You are back on your favorite show, Rhymes and Poetry, right here on Active FM. You know where the hottest music is birthed and produced and given to you. And also where we find the hottest music in the world and we give it to you good. But that is not what we're talking about right now. We are on a poetry topic. And as I said, we're speaking the how-tos on poetry. I mean, I've spoken to so many people and they're like, Nalzi! How do you do the poetry thing, man? Like, what do I do to get good at poetry? And at first, I was like, your lost case. Like, if you can't do poetry now, like, you never can. But then I was like, wait, there was a point in time I didn't know how to do poetry. And now I can do poetry. So everyone else can do poetry. And many people are probably going to listen to this and be like, oh, but it's for people that at least know something. Even if you don't know how to do anything at all. You just need to wait later on in the show and listen now. Take notes. You can do poetry. And once you've got these down to a T, I want you guys to send me your best poetry on our platforms. If you don't know where to find us, you can find us on www.activefm.co.za or you can find us on Facebook, ActiveFM777 or simply on Instagram at ActiveFM777, the number of heaven. And because of the love that exists between me and you because of this love right here i personalized the page and it is called rhymes and poetry triple seven so you guys can just go on that comment on um the post that's gonna go out about this show and just i want to hear what your poetry is what what does your poetry sound like give us your best poetry and maybe i could read it out on the show and give you a shout out so yeah just send that through so the first tip on how to write poetry, and this is so important. I can never take away from the importance of this tip. You need to know your goal. So many people write poetry and they just start and they're like, I'm going to write about love. Love is such a broad topic. You're going to find yourself at the end of your poem writing about heartbreak, writing about, you know what I mean? What is the goal of your poetry? What are you actually writing down? If you don't know where you're going, how can you get there? It's like me jumping in a car right now and saying, I want to go to, okay, let's say they create a new land called humility such a beautiful word and i'm like i'm trying to get to humility and i jump in the car and i refuse to use my gps or i refuse to tell my gps where exactly i'm going i'm like i'm just going there in that region somewhere that side in the north of that part of life you're gonna end up confusing yourself you're gonna end up confused and and irritated and you're gonna think poetry sucks you need to know where you're going you need to know what you are trying to accomplish before you begin any project writing a poem is no exception it is not an exception to that rule you need to know where you're going it is very very crucial and important for you to know that and number two says avoid cliches guys guys please like i'm tired of hearing poems that all have the same cliche you wanna rhyme that cat set on a bet 
with the mat. Did I say mat already? I don't know, but like guys, cliches, like we're tired of them, hey? Like don't put them in your poetry. Cliches also describe overused literary elements. So don't put stuff that we've seen so many times. Like for example, Lone Ranger. Like guys, please, like just try use new things and i'll give you examples of cliches if you don't know what i'm speaking about because basically cliches have dull meaning they have such dull meaning like it, it doesn't bring life to your poem so just don't do it the first one is busy as a bee don't put it in your poems second one is tired as a dog Use your own things. Like, I don't want to see a poem where you're describing something that I've known all my life. It doesn't evoke that sensory, um, my senses at all. It doesn't evoke nothing. I'm just like, okay, you're tired as a dog. I don't even know how tired dogs get. So don't use cliches. And then the next one is working my fingers to the bone, guys, please don't like use your own things explore and i'm gonna go into how you can do that now but the next one is beat red like guys or on the horns of a, dile a dilemma don't use it don't use as blind as a bat don't use ears like a horse don't use eats like a bird in your poems like i know you're trying to describe how someone eats a little bit but then you can you can use different ways to try and get your points across and i'm going to help you through that so the first thing to improve a cliche is to if you want to use a cliche and you're like nolzy come on like my whole poem i want to use that improve the cliche at least don't use it as is so the first thing you need to do to improve your cliche is to determine what the cliche phrase is trying to say so if you're speaking about as tired as a dog and then you go off and start speaking about how much energy you had like it doesn't go hand in hand you need to be like okay as tired as a dog what is the cliche trying to say okay it's trying to say that the person was extremely tired okay so that's what you do in the case um that we use busy as a bee um it's to describe a state of being overly worked and too busy right and then the second thing you do is think of an original way to describe what the cliche is trying to describe right so the cliche was trying to describe busyness so now you ask yourself the question what things are associated with being busy so you come up with college and then you come up with um maybe corporation bosses old ladies making quilts um a computer fiddlers fiddling like do something like th those things all describe people being busy but you can make your own you know what i mean the third thing you need to do is create a phrase using a non-cliched way of description so you take your object which is busyness and you turn it into a phrase so for example i feel like about fiddling an irish reel that is nothing that has been used before but it describes busyness perfectly if you get what i'm saying so um with um being tired there's so many things to describe being tired don't use cliches in your poems don't use them don't think of them get them out of your mind right now if you're writing a poem get it out of your mind 
okay and now use those three steps to make your own and then you can run with it so the tip number three with writing good poetry is to avoid uh sentimentality so don't don't uh, be dominated by a blunt appeal to the emotions of pity and love. Don't do that. Like, I know many of us write about things that are sentimental to us. Those are usually the worst poems I've ever written. I don't want to lie to myself. And I, I see why it is so. Because when you're sentimental about something, you sort of bring it across in a dull way. So don't try bring things across in your view of being sentimental about it but um for the sake of the poem you need to uh write more serious poems and it doesn't mean that if you're sentimental about your grandmother you can't write about her but then write about it from a different perspective if you get what i mean and then tip number four is to use images yes i said use images be a painter in words I'm going to say this again. Be a painter in words. So you need to use images. And I know when I say images now, you're like, but Nolzi, I can't take a poem. I mean, a picture of a car and stick it on my poem. That's not what I'm saying. Before you start cutting up magazines and stuff. Wait, do magazines still exist? Yes, they do. Before you start cutting up magazines and stuff, um, just... Just bear with me quickly. And this is what I mean by use images. Use things like sight. So when you're writing your poem, can your person see what you're actually uh, describing in the way you're using your, your language? And language is so beautiful, guys. You can use language to create so many bright and vivid pictures that people can imagine. So first of all is sight. Use sight. Um, evoke uh, uh, they, they sight. Like let them be able to see what you're saying. The second is hearing. And hearing is one of the more difficult ones. I won't, I won't lie, because when you write poetry, you want them to sort of be in that atmosphere. If I'm writing poetry about a loud bell and, and how it's screeching and, and how it's sort of blocking everything out around me, I want the, the listener to actually be able to hear that sound that I'm writing about. The next thing is smell which is also very difficult but i think it's easier with the human brain when you read something to sort of to sort of almost smell it so that's this the third thing you'll use the fourth thing is touch so obviously if you're speaking about touching a very rough wall you're not just gonna write the wall was very rough she touched it and got hurt like I'm not getting anything from that. Describe it. Go into picture with with how the wall was. Go into every single crack, every single stone that st stuck out of the wall, every single everything that made that wall rough. So the person can actually feel it. And as this person was rubbing their hand on the wall, you need to describe the the the, the emotion they felt in their hands, the sensation that was there, the the pain or whatever it is that was there. So the person can literally feel like they themselves are touching that wall the next thing you need to use is taste right and for me <laughs> this is very easy for me to imagine like you could just say a toasted sandwich with chicken mayo and i've already tasted it but for some people it's very hard to get them to that place so pretend you're not writing for nolsey right who will get you even if you just say a toasted sandwich 
with egg on it. <laughs> and people have told me I always do that when I speak about food, but that's because I can literally taste it in my mouth. Like, it's right there. I can see it. I can taste it. I can smell it. It is, it is right there. But many people that don't like toasted sandwiches, maybe... How do you make that person taste it in a way that is appealing for them? You need to use your words to describe that um, that food or whatever it is in a way that they can almost taste it. And then um, the next thing is motion. So obviously, if your person is in motion, you want to 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 get um, you want to get them. Uh, in a place where they can actually picture the motion like for example penguins lumber to their nests so obviously now you're imagining how the penguin uh, is lumbering to its nest how it walks we all know how they walk and stuff like that but if I just say the penguins walk to their nest it's like you know what I mean so use words that actually bring out a picture in people's minds is what is very important in poetry so Tip number five is that you need to use metaphor and simile, right? So a metaphor is a statement that pretends one thing is really something else. So if I'm using metaphor, okay, I just want to tell you what a simile is so you get the difference. A simile is a statement where you say one object is similar to another object. Similes use words like like or as, right? So a metaphor is basically when you 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 make something uh that is basically not what it is. So I'll give you an example. The lead singer is an elusive salamander. If you don't know what a salamander is, we used to have three of them in our biology class in a fish tank. It is these fish that have legs. I don't know if I should describe them as fish, but yeah, it, if you get what I'm saying, they have like four legs and they can literally walk. They're not very good on land, but they can walk on land if a push comes to shove and they can also swim in water. They stay in water. And that's basically what a salamander is. And it's very elusive. If you look at a salamander, one minute you see it and the next minute it's like, you know what I mean? So now they, they putting it in a way where you thinking the lead singer is an elusive salamander where you're comparing two things to each other, but you're not using like or as. So you're saying, you're not saying the lead singer is like an elusive salamander, which is a sim simile, but you're saying they actually are. So that's like me saying um, the tree was a leaping Oh, the leaves were leaping frogs, for example. And that's me trying to um, bring across the picture of the leaves basically bouncing around in the wind. So I'm not saying they like leaping frogs. I'm giving you the picture that the leaves were leaping frogs. That is what a metaphor is. It is very important to use metaphors in poetry. I've seen a whole poem that was just one full metaphor. It was beautiful. It brought about the pictures. You understood what they were saying. Everything was perfect. Now, I'll give you an example of a simile he was curious as a caterpillar so now this is not saying he was a caterpillar he was saying it is saying that he was as curious as a caterpillar so now you see the difference between the two it is very important to use these because they they, they take your poem from a place of being blah where it's just like ugh your poem was okay you spoke about the girl and you told us exactly what she was to a point where you're using images and pictures to 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 um basically uh 
contrast the girl to whatever you are uh, speaking about. So you need to use those in your poems. If you don't know what similes and metaphors are after my description, I would suggest you go on Google. Google a whole bunch of metaphors and then from there you can actually draw inspiration to write down your own. Then the next one is use concrete words instead of abstract words. Now concrete words describe things that people experience with their senses, right? So concrete words are stuff like orange, you can see it, warm, you can uh, basically feel it, and a cat, which you can also see, right? So concrete words are words that people describe um, with the experience with the experience that they get from their senses. Now, abstract words refer to concepts or feelings. So, for example, happy, love, sadness, all that stuff. When you use abstract words in your poems, it actually takes away from your poem. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. If I have to um, speak about a girl that is happy, I'll give you an example. If I'm using concrete words, I'll say the girl was warm and bubbly. Now, you already have that feeling. You already see her. You're already, like, imagining her. But if I use an abstract word, I'll say the girl was very happy. It adds dullness to your poem. It doesn't bring out the life of your poem. And you can use other ways to communicate your message more effectively than just saying things as they are. Poetry is not saying things things as they are. It's saying things that people can relate to and then imagine that's what poetry is supposed to do that's why i said in the beginning a poet is a painter with their words they paint pictures with their words so it's very important that you know um what words you're using and i'll give you another example so you could either say she felt happy or you can say her smile spread like red tint on ripening tomatoes can you see how we've already you can imagine it you can picture it now it's already like using your senses you're like wow okay how does this relate but then that actually also provokes thought your poems are supposed to provoke thought if people are reading your poems and they're like i get what you're saying it's a problem if they have to ask you no but what did you mean here no what were you trying to say with this what did this mean that's a good poem you need to look for that in the in your poetry Tip number seven, communicate your theme. A theme is an idea plus an opinion. A theme is an idea plus an opinion. So you need to communicate your theme. A theme is not just a topic, but it's an idea with an opinion. So now, obviously, you get your idea, um, which, let's say, uh, in history, you want to talk about a, the Vietnam War, right? So now, you can't say the Vietnam War is your theme. You have to put opinion to it, and that's what your theme then becomes. So make sure you're communicating your theme uh, very effectively. Make sure you know what's, this, what's the theme of your poem. If someone has to come to you and ask you what is the theme of your poem, are you going to be able to tell them what the theme of your poem is? If the answer is no, then before you write poetry... As I spoke about this before, you need to know what, first of all, your theme is, right? That's the first thing you need to know. What is my theme? And then the second thing you need to know, which was the first point in this, is what your goal is. What is your poem trying to achieve? Okay, so your theme is um, uh, basically uh, what the Vietnam War did 
to these people and you carry on with your theme bringing in your own opinion or opinion of others you can use opinion of others you can use opinions from uh, basically historians or whatever you want to whatever source you're getting it from if that's your theme now you're like okay what is the goal of this am I trying to get people to not want to go to war again or what am I trying to do once you've got those two things then you start building up your poem from there and then tip number eight is to subvert the ordinary a poet's strength is the ability to see what other people see every day in a new way and i'm going to say this again a poet's strength is the ability to see what other people see every day in a new way you need to understand this you need to look at it different you need to start looking at stuff different i'll give you an example people ride the bus every day so for me to write write a poem about people riding the bus every day and to get those people interested i need to bring in my own interpretation so i need to look at the people on the bus the 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 the, the scenes from their lives you need to look at um 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 the, the, the lady sitting in the front from a different perspective, you need to start actually picturing different things that other people would walk in and be like, okay, that's just a lady sitting on a bus or that's just people riding a bus. But now you bring in the whole experience by actually going deep into it and maybe going into the engine of the bus that has to carry these people and the job that it has to do and how it's maybe stressed and freaked out. Obviously, engines don't stress and freak out. Bear with me here. But look at this from a poet's perspective now how the engine is freaking out because it does not want to let the people down by failing so now it is working extra hard every single day to try and get these people to where it needs to get them to and then bringing in the fact that at the end of the day the engine can then rest knowing that tomorrow it needs to get up and work again do you understand what I'm saying? Many people just see a bus. You go deep into the bus and you just start picturing other stuff that normal people wouldn't see. The next thing is you need to rhyme with extreme caution. Please. It can be very dangerous if you use rhyming the whole way through the poem. You can make it sound like sing-song nursery rhymes. You need to choose your rhyme scheme. So if you don't know what a rhyme scheme is, we've got A, B, A, B, A, B, which basically the first, um, the last word of the first line and the last word of the third rhyme, third line rhyme. I'll say that again. So the last word of the first line and the last word of the third line rhyme. And then... Because it's A, B, A, B. Now, the last word of the second line and the last word of the fourth line rhyme. And you carry on like that. You can do that. Or you can choose A, A, B. C, A, A. You can choose different rhyme schemes. I mean, make it up as you go. You don't have to rhyme the last word of your whole poem. You can make it sound like... uh, guys don't do it like if you don't know how to do poetry my best opinion is that you don't start with the rhyming poem because that's where you can really mess it up and then uh get despondent and not want to write poetry anymore and then the last tip is to revise 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 once you've completed the last draft of your poem um 
you're only at the beginning of the process. Now you need to go through your draft several times. You need to bring in the emotion you're trying to get the people to see. You need to bring in other people. Show them your poem. Let them read through it. Let them criticize it. Let them tell you um, what you can add, what they didn't understand, what you can do better in. I know many people hate criticism, but it is very important in writing poetry. I know with all my poems, I always make sure I get other people to read it. So there's some poetry people that um, I have in mind already when I write a poem. Like, I know I can go to A, B, C, D. I know they're going to make sure that it's constructive uh, criticism. Because don't just give your poem to anyone. Like, you give it to the wrong person, they could completely destroy you. Make sure you're giving your poems to the right people, make, making sure that they're going through your poem, they're reading through it, they're giving you the constructive criticism. And then from there, don't say that, oh, no, my poem is perfect. Like, I don't even know what you were saying when you said line three and four didn't sound right. Like, what are you saying to me? Don't do that. What you then need to do is go back and then rewrite your poem, see what they're saying, and then put it in your poem. It makes your poem so much better. And that is the 10 tips of how to write good poetry. And after this incredible break, because we need a breather, we need to take a deep breath in and out and then come back and finish off the show. But um, later on, I'll be speaking about how to uh, actually be successful in poetry. So we're going to go through those right after this. Oh my God, what's this? Nah, we ain't gang gang. We Christ gang. Christ gang, Christ gang. <laughs> Woo! Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Christ gang, get your life shine. Christ gang, get your life shine. Get your life shine. Ah. Enigma, mystery, mystery, volume one. Let's get to it. Look, devil shooting shots, I move through it. Me scared of the hood, I move to it with my wife and my son. No vest, no gun, just that word by my side. Kill the flesh, murder one. Ah. Christ gang, rolling with the saints. Yeah, we bang on that nine eight. Shack in the pain. Ah. Midnight hour praying on our face We ain't ducking, we ain't dodging Trying to step on every snake Move by faith, I'm not of this world Miling out of place From the kingdom, body on the earth Minding out of space Gotta seek his face Thank him for his mercy Praise him for his grace Hell is real, souls is on the line Ain't got time for breaks On my face, praying for the real Praying for the fakes Praying for the saints that's being killed Praying for the states Man, they didn't say I went insane my old days, I would bang no pity game. Heard the gospel and my whole life has changed. Took me to the church, baptized me in Jesus' name. Took me to the back and then they started praying. I started praising, then I started speaking strange. Then that fire came inside me, can't explain. Just know what lion is inside me, can't be tamed. Cashed out, told the world, keep the change Now I step up out of prayer, hit them streets like, watch me bang We ain't playing, put respect upon his name Y'all false guys, little G's, not the same Oh, you fly, you a kite, hear your plane Trying to stop the move of God, it's like a fly against a train, Jesus Call me Christ gang, get your life changed Christ gang, get your life changed, get your life changed ah. Yeah, yeah 
rappers sold they soul like it's special In they music, they all tell you Living lavish, what they sell you They against the law like rebel People say it's just a symbol But you hear them praise the devil Coincidental, ha <laughs> ha Laughing keeps it confidential Jesus said it down to the letter Yes, of him or the treasure They ain't bossing, we know better Big chain slaving in a cellar They just actors, not directors Bow to their oppressors They just chains grinding metal As the devil's dizzing pedal We draw close to the law So we know it looks sketchy Not scared of the war No cowards in eternity Lord is my father So his blessings are hereditary Holy Ghost is the whole promise guarantee They say the streets full of lions Tigers, bears, that's Cool, cause like David slay them all And we'll hit them giants too No cowards in the kingdom Demons slaying like in doom Have them laid prostrate Give them glory, that's doom Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh <laughs> When we say Christ gang We ain't talking about being out here in the streets acting crazy Unless we talking about preaching Christ Preaching repentance Laying hands on the sick Preaching forgiveness. This come from Philippians 1, verse 21. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. How you gonna stop a team that wants to die? <laughs> if we live and we live it unto the Lord. And if we die, we die unto the Lord. <laughs> Christ gang, Christ gang, Jesus. JC, save me. JC, save me. Oh, oh. Welcome back, everybody. You still right here on Rhymes and Poetry with your girl, Nalzi Lee. You know, we have the hottest topics on Active FM. I mean, it's not just Rhymes and Poetry. There's a whole bunch of shows. You guys just need to go on and explore. I mean, you can find like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, And the list goes on shows that you enjoy listening to and make Active FM your daily bread every week. But we have been speaking about how to make poetry better, how to make your poetry better. And because I'm here to make your lives easier, easier i went and did all the research that so you guys wouldn't have to and i'm just going to tell you everything you need to know right now so what we are going to go and go into now is the best tips on how to be a successful poet so i just told you how to do poetry but you need to know this to be successful at doing poetry right um so the first thing you need to do is let your subject find you so many people want to look for what they're gonna write and they're like oh maybe if i write about this and then that doesn't work and you're like maybe if i write about that and then now you're just going through a whole bunch of topics that don't work for you let your topic find you often i find that with the poetry i write well before i would basically just write um when I, I was like, okay, I can't take the situation anymore. I need to write it out so that uh, it can get off my chest, which it wouldn't work. I've told you guys this before, but that's what I used to do. And that's how I'd find my topic. But now I look at stuff like, for example, when I'm doing my quiet times, um, I get topics from there or when I'm reading the Bible or let's say, for example, they come to me and they say, we need you to do a poem. They give me the topic. And other times it's me just thinking or looking at something and I'm like, wow, okay. Um, 
Okay, right now I can see a briefcase. So I'm going to say a briefcase. Okay, a briefcase. And then I start thinking about how long it's been around and what it's seen and where it's gone. And I'm like, oh my word, I want to write about this briefcase. But let your topic find you. Don't go on Google and search best poetry topics and then want to come write about it. It is, it's, it's not going to go well. Like, trust me, I've tried. It is not going to go well. Let your topic find you, right? And then the second thing is tap into your own feelings. So, yeah, many poets write out of other people's feelings and what other people have experienced and other people's things. But I would say, yeah, you need to basically have something evoked inside of you to write poetry you can't it's easy to write about someone else's experience but then you need to tap into what they were going through in that situation and put yourself in their shoes at that point in time to write effectively if i'm going to write um from the outside looking in it could be a good poem but the best poems i find is when you can actually put yourself in that things place so if it's not a person for example if you're if i'm writing about the briefcase which i just brought up now then i'll put myself in its shoes it doesn't have shoes i'll put myself (laughs) yeah in its place does that make sense and i'm basically going to start writing from that perspective but yeah um you need to actually tap into um tap into what is evoked inside of you when you're thinking of the topic at hand and then the next thing is write about subjects that matter to you it is so 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 important it is so important write about things that matter to you things that uh uh uh, bring something to you if i have to write now write about and i'm gonna try to think about something that i don't really care about <laughs> Ooh, it's hard to think about stuff like this oh like what i don't care about um for example if i had to write about um for example let's say a car accident and it's a very serious topic but okay it matters to me i'm lying <laughs> if i had to for example okay i can't give an example right now i'll give an example on the page so you guys need to just go onto our page rhymes and poetry triple seven and i'll make sure when i post the show i'll post about something that i don't think matters to me because i still need to think about that but if i'm writing about something that has nothing to do with me that doesn't matter to me that i'm just like mm, okay like i don't really care about it it's it's very hard for you to put yourself in that in that situation where now you have to start writing about stuff that it, it doesn't really matter to you the best poems and i'll say this again because there's many people that can get it right but the best poems is when you write about stuff that actually matters to you in one way or another if it doesn't matter to you it's not going to make a successful poem so yeah don't don't if you're a poet that writes um poetry about music and let's say you don't care much about um a certain genre in music and it doesn't do anything for you like it doesn't matter to you then your poetry is gonna suck it's only a person that loves music okay i got it so for me house music guys I know many people are gonna crucify me right now, but house music is not my thing. Like it doesn't do anything for me. 
personally. So if I had to write about house music versus if a poet that enjoys house music, that understands it, I need understanding of house music guys <laughs> like it's no joke. Someone who understands house music, which I don't I don't know how it's possible to understand house, but that's besides the point. If somebody who understands house music, who loves house music, has to write a poet poet um poem rather about house music, they're gonna do a much better job at it than I can. If I'm writing from the perspective of loving house music as a person who doesn't like house music, right? But if I had to write from a perspective of not understanding and not knowing why house music exists, then that's me. Like, I can do that poem and kill it. You know what I mean? So if you're writing about something that doesn't matter to you, your poem is not going to be very successful. If you're being forced into writing about a poem that doesn't matter to you, your poem is not going to communicate anything to someone who actually cares about that thing. So if I had to write a poem about loving house music right now, and I gave it to someone who actually loves house music, they are going to tell me that it means nothing to them. It does nothing for them. They don't care about it. Um, Cause that's basically how far I am from house music. So you need to write about stuff that really matters to you. And then the next thing is to celebrate the ordinary and be choosy. So basically you need to go into, um, go into extraordinary things. Um, fascinating things, irreplaceable things, profound things, things that are just marvelous. Don't go into things that are normal in your life. You won't do well. Like, be picky on what you're writing about. Be very picky as a poet. Otherwise, you're going to have a whole bunch of poems that people are like, like, I don't know what they were thinking when they were writing this poem. Or maybe people will even say you suck as a poet because you're writing about things that are ordinary. So, explain go beyond and above what you can um, think about and obviously when I'm saying ordinary things a briefcase is ordinary but you just saw now how I took the ordinary into the extraordinary where I'm like okay this um, suitcase because it looks very vintage so I'm gonna go into what I'd write about if I was writing about this briefcase it looks very vintage so it might have been made let's say in the 1980s now I bring about the vibrance of the 1980s how they wore um these lumo bright colors but the suitcase is brown now I can take that brown suitcase into that environment where they were wearing lumo colors and speak about the fact that it felt like it could never fit in how it 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 was like um it, it had a lack of what everybody wanted, so it was never seen as accepted. But then, if I take that same briefcase and take it back into the 1920s or 40s, where they liked more of the dull colors and they liked more of that stuff, then I can bring it about in a way where the suitcase actually feels at home. Now I'm writing about the suitcase's experiences. I've taken the ordinary and made it extraordinary. So you need to start looking at things differently, guys, like in order to write po proper poetry. You need to start looking at things from a different perspective. Now, the next thing is use everything in your toolbox. First of all, what is in your toolbox? And I'm not talking about screwdrivers. Now you're looking in your actual toolbox and you're like, um, I have a screwdriver and a hammer, but I, I misplaced. My no, that's, that's not what I'm talking about here, right? But first of all, what is in your toolbox? 
Do you know every all the tools you need to write effective poetry? Do you know um, about metaphors, similes? Do you know about um, symbolance? Do you know about all of that stuff? If you don't know about it, then first of all, educate yourself and fill up your toolbox first. Second of all, use what is inside your toolbox, all the vocab you know. As I said, what is in your toolbox of vocabulary? If you don't have... Um, many words that you know you need to start reading you need to start what i do is i'll hear a word or i'll see a word and i'll be like hmm, i wonder what that means immediately i'll go into google and i'll research it and i'll use it that's what i do so you can do many things to um just increase your vocab and make sure that you know more so that when you're writing poetry you can actually write effective poetry so firstly this tip says use your uh, use everything in your toolbox but before you use everything in your toolbox expand your toolbox and then use everything in it but for now you can use whatever is in it the next thing is if you get stuck go for a walk the second option i don't know if it works for everyone <laughs> the second option says or oh, wash your hair i don't know if that's gonna work for everyone like so I'll say go for a walk. So what I do is when I'm um, when I'm writing poetry and it's just very stressful and I'm just like, you know what, I don't know what to write and I don't know what to say right now. And or many times I write a full poem and I'm like, what was I actually saying? I want to improve it, but I now like there's nothing else that is coming to mind. Like I'm finished. What I do is I actually go sit in nature and I actually just look around. So I look in the sky, I look at the bird, I look at the colors on the bird, I look at its feathers. I'll be like, okay, that bird is different from that bird. That bird has this and that and whatever. Okay, that is cool. I look at the trees, I look at the color on the trees, I look at um uh, I look at so many different things. I just go out into nature. You just take a deep breath, breathe in and out, just relax and just go, just basically just whatever interests you. So if it's not that, you can take a walk. Maybe that will relax you. Whatever relaxes you, just go into that and basically go back and then write the poem and you'll find that it actually helps. And then the next thing is to let your work be open to interpretation. So as I said, you need to um, either take it to people um, who can read it for you or you can um, get re um, reactions from other people that you know that write poetry or if you don't want people that write poetry and your target for that poem is for people that don't know anything about poetry, take it to those people like let's say five to ten i would say is very safe and then let them read it and then get feedback and interpretation and whatever and from there don't be like okay you interpreted my poem in that way that's not what i meant by my poem why would you interpret it in that way no allow them and from their interpretation actually use that for yourself some other time for your other poems or for that poem whatever the case is but allow your poem to be open for interpretation and then the next thing is to find the right time to write if you know that you're a person that can't write in the silence don't wait for a silent moment for you to write because then you won't write properly if you're someone who can't write in noisy situations don't write in noisy situations if you're someone that can't write in stressful situations don't write in that um just find the right time and use that time effectively to write 
And then the last thing is read a lot, revise, and persevere. So many times you write poems and you're like, oh, but my poetry sucks and I've been trying for years and it's just going bad and I'm a terrible person because I can't write poetry. And the most, we like going into the most with poetry. If it's your first time writing poetry or if you have written poetry and then you stopped because you think you suck, persevere, keep going, keep writing and you'll find that with that you actually start learning like i remember from my first poems to now i've learned a lot from writing continuously and just carrying on writing and going and going and going it could be the same poem 10 times it could be different poems and just carrying on and if it sucks write another poem or try and prove it some way and keep improving it to a point where it doesn't suck anymore but persevere and that is basically what you need to do in order to be successful at writing poetry. But because it is too hot in the booth right now, like literally it is too hot. This topic has been too hot. Um, we are going to take a quick, quick breather and okay, three, two, one. Literally, it is too hot. So we are going to take a quick breather and I'll see you guys right after this. Rapid Trade is passionate about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For a, For a demo, demo, call Rapid Trade on 011-493-9755. Rapid, Rapid Trade, ahead, ahead of, of the, the game. game.
today's show it has been truly amazing we spoke about how to firstly write poetry and then secondly how to be successful at writing poetry and i want you guys to comment on all the tips if you have more tips that you want to share go and comment if you don't know where to find us we are on uh, our website which is www.activefm.co.za or you can find us on facebook forward slash activefm triple seven or on instagram at activefm triple seven or you can find us on our personalized page because we love you so much and the love that exists between us is so thick and this bond like is so tight we have a personalized page which is rhymes and poetry triple seven on instagram comment share like follow give to the world the gift of Active FM. It has truly, truly been amazing. I'd like to hear what you guys think about these tips. I'd like to hear the poetry you write after applying these tips. So you can keep commenting, sharing, liking. And if you are too shy to comment your poetry on social media because you're scared of other people's comments and opinions, you can simply email them to rhymesandpoetry777 at gmail.com. I'll read them, I'll get back to you, and I'll give you guys basically my interpretation, my advice, my um pointers on what you guys need to do or i'll just say sweet good poem great poem i'll probably might read it out on my show and give you a shout out so whatever it is you want to do make sure you get a hold of us and keep in touch with rhymes and poetry for another week this is nozili and we are signing out peace out and god bless yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, oh. spokesman, spokesman. One time for my God, oh, blessing over those right now with the flaws, so oh. really, really soon we'll go pull up in the Porsche. Oh. Small boy with the biggie, biggie God, oh, hey. One time for my God, oh, blessing over those right now with the flaws, so oh. really, really soon we'll go pull up in the Porsche. Oh. Small boy with the biggie, biggie God, oh, hey. For the God with a big G, is the A 
generation of days is an OG Stays loyal to the fam, real G Child, let me make a talk to this girl, she'd have vexed me So you buff up on Sunday, you go church The same make you pray, you the phone Porsche You the Kabash with a send from London My sister, trouble never reach for your front door But the guess so, that you don't know See the fruit of the spring, make a mango Ratata, ratata All the demons of the fear when we rap about it Okay, here we go again. I am dancing in the Lord again. I just spend blood money, I do not begin. And there's more yeah, on the cross yeah, yeah. once again. Like, one time for my God, oh, blessing over those right now with the floor. So, really, really soon, we'll go fill up in the partial. Small boy with the biggie, biggie God, hey. One time for my God, oh, blessing over those right now with the floor. So, really, really soon, we'll go fill up in the partial. Small boy with the biggie, biggie God, Other girls in the raincoat The most high No other wanna get close No competition case closed He's alone by himself No other in the next door So one time for my God oh, Older than time But my God Not the older God me seated with Christ on the throne Now I'm so high I see the sky like the ground floor Spokesman I'm the mover of the motion Ahead of my class Yo I never need promotion One of a kind Born without an option Example to examples Exemplary example My flow is so hot I'm like Pepe in your left eye I got a life for life That makes a death die Never grow in the past like an ex-wife I had yeah, my yeah, time yeah. like I'm living in your next life yeah. One time for my God, oh Blessing over those right now with the floor So really, really soon We'll go pull up in the Porsche Small boy with the biggie, biggie God, oh hey. One time for my God, oh Blessing over those right now with the floor So really, really soon We'll go pull up in the Porsche Small boy with the biggie, biggie God, oh
sei se eu quero, se eu quero 